0: hello my friends it's heather this episode is a little longer because i paddled 110 kilometers and i want to tell you about it and i want to tell you the five lessons that i learned on the way and hopefully you can find some way to use those to get something big that you want in your life let me know what you think take care have a great day Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, Back to Me, then you can take better care of others, and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way, and I am super happy that you're here. Hello, my friends. How are you doing? Um, I hope you've been having a good week. I realized that I didn't send out an announcement that this episode was coming out, but I've had a few things going on that I'm going to tell you about. And this week's episode, funny enough, is called, well, maybe, yeah, it's funny, Be on being a badass. And let me tell you what this is about. So some of you know that um, I was participating in a fairly substantial um, kayaking race this past weekend. And um, first I'll say, yeah, it was really hard. (laughs) I will just put that right out there. It was quite hard. So this past weekend, um, I participated in uh, the Muskoka River X race series. I was in the Huntsville 110 and I kayaked 110 kilometers for my U.S. friends. That's around 68 miles. I started Saturday morning at 8 a.m. and I ended Sunday morning a little after 3. 3 a.m. 11 minutes and 5 seconds I think was my tally, my count. And for those of you who take my Uh, yoga and my yoga tai chi fusion classes, and who saw some of my posts on Instagram and Facebook about um, how it went, I want to reassure you that yes, I followed my two rules of life. And for those of you who don't know what my two rules of life are, I only have two rules in life. The first rule in life is you have to breathe. So I did breathe for 19 hours. (laughs) and 11 minutes and five seconds. No, I'm still breathing. And the second rule is don't cause yourself any pain. And I did make a comment on one of my social media posts that I was in pain for a while during that uh, paddling. Um, I guess it was a race, but I wasn't racing. I was there to be curious to see if I could do it. Um, But I was in discomfort. So for me, there's two different kinds of pain. There's discomfort, and then there's injury, injurious pain. So I knew I wasn't injuring myself, but I was not in any way comfortable for a while. And um, this episode is about the things that I learned (laughs) paddling for 19 straight hours and um, how to um, maybe take some of the takeaways. from. I mean, I have more. I could talk probably, you know, a couple of episodes on this, but I'm just going to see about, see if I can boil this down into some brief thoughts. So um, some brief things that happened during the race, just so you can get kind of a picture of what was going on. So it was a, uh, we launched at 8am. There were different watercrafts there was canoes there were kayaks there were stand-up paddle boards believe it or not who thought who well they did they didn't think they could they did paddle 110 kilometers and uh, our launch was 8 a.m and off we went feeling pretty sprightly (laughs) i guess it was a little cool in the morning and one of the first challenges that you hit in that race is you start heading up a river called the Big East River and it's 14 kilometers in one direction and you're going against the current for the 14 kilometers upstream and the water had dropped uh, because it's later in the year and it was there were shallow spots there were fallen trees there were things under the water and it was like running an obstacle course with against a hurricane <laughs> for 14 kilometers and while i was paddling upstream my brain was thinking are you crazy what the heck are you doing you can't do this because at the time our our planned finish time was going to be 6 a.m. so we actually came in a little under 3 hours earlier than we had conservatively set our time for yeah who for us badass is all the way but um <laughs> You know, when you start out in this already it's so hard. I'm thinking like my my logical brain is thinking, there's no way you can't do this. Now, when you get to the top, you get out, you stretch your legs for a second, maybe take a little uh bio break, have a drink of water, and then you head back downstream. Heading back back downstream, of course, you're like, Yahoo, because you're going with the current and you're still running the obstacle course, but it seems less daunting when you're going downstream. And That I mean, that was just the first leg. So once that first leg was over, I actually felt, you know, I was not in a cocky way, but I was like, yeah, I can can do this. I can keep doing this. I'm going to keep going. This is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I feel like when we're going through um, any goal that we set in life, anything we want to achieve, doesn't matter what it is. If we think I want to do fill in the blank, or I would like to have fill in the blank, or... This is what I want in my life. We start out really good. And then we hit this, oh, my God, I don't think I can make it. Are you kidding me? This is too hard. And then then it goes easy again. And then what happens? Because we think, oh, the hard part's over. Yeah, it's probably not. So I was doing fine. We were navigating in the dark. I'm going to tell you some things, lessons learned about all that stuff. But navigating in the dark is it's a challenge, my friends. We use our eyes a lot. So, navigating in the dark, we were doing really well. At 11 o'clock, we were coming back down the Muskoka River. We had done one, we had to do one liftover to go around a dam. And we'd paddled up this Muskoka River and we were coming back down the Muskoka River. And it was around 11 p.m and I suddenly was feeling really nauseous and you've got to imagine I mean I, I don't know how often you've exercised that many hours in a row I know I haven't this was the first time i had done something like this I've run uh, two marathons but they didn't take me this long you know I, <laughs> I, I I didn't ever entertain the fact that I would try to work out for so many hours in a row I started to feel nauseous and um I told my partner, Chris, I said, not feeling really great. So she's checking in. She's making sure I'm okay. She's like, has it happened before? We're just establishing my baseline. Like, no, let's just keep going. Just going to keep going. Midnight came and we hit the lift lock, which was our lift over, where we had to carry the kayaks back up the hill and get back into the water to head towards the last, the last portion of the, the race. And, um, if, if you're sensitive, plug your ears, but I puked my guts out. Oh my gosh, it was awful. I emptied everything inside of me. Luckily, there was no one around me. It was dark. I was just me and my kayak and my illness and not feeling well. And at that time, my brain said, Heather, this is it. You're going you're gonna to stop now. It's over. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You just threw up. What does throwing up mean? Your mom told you, when you throw up, you stay home and you rest. (laughs) But I don't know. I just kind of gripped my teeth, washed myself off because I'm in the river, you know, just washed everything off, paddled up to the takeout, got out of my kayak, support crew was there. Yay, Frank and Brad, support crew extraordinaire. I just said, I can't carry the kayak. I need you to carry the kayak up the hill. Got up to the top of the hill and I said, I just threw up and they're all they were all very concerned obviously. Brad said, "I have the car." And Chris said, "Are you okay?" And I said, "I don't know." I said, "Just give me a minute." She said, "What do you need?" I said, "I need Tums." She said, "I have them." I'm like, "Oh my god." Okay. So I ate a handful of Tums and I just said, we're too close. We're too close to the finish line. I knew we were only about three hours away at the pace we were paddling, said we have to go. So I just got in the got into my kayak and I kept paddling. And I kept paddling and I kept paddling. And that's what that's all I could do. But here are some things that I learned. I didn't break the two rules, first of all, for my Tai Chi and Yoga friends. Don't worry. One. When you have a really big goal, it's okay. Sometimes we set these goals for ourselves that are, um, I don't want to say too easy, but you know, that aren't aren't going to push you at all. They aren't going to challenge you to be bigger. Um, you stay in this safe space. It was I did not feel like I didn't even I don't even I can't even wrap my brains around. 110 kilometers. So when I said, yeah, I'm going to do that. I don't think that I had fully, fully absorbed or thought about or digested or contemplated what that actually meant. Um, And that's okay. Because if I had really sat and thought about it, I might have said, whoa, no, no, that's too much. That's too crazy. So when we set these goals for ourselves, so let's say you set a goal, let's say you set a business goal. I want to be a, you know, the top coach in North America, bigger than Tony Robbins. Oh, no. Oh, no. Then some voice in you is like, no, no, that's too big. No, no, you can't do that. Um, But big is okay. And big is achievable. And big can be done. Now, of course, it's going to take a while, depending on how big it is. And... There's some steps. There's going to be, there's going to be um, progress along the way. Remember to stop in and check on your progress. But as long as that's something that's really important to you and that you want to do it, then big is amazing, my friends. I chose this giant goal to, as part of my you know, focus of my energies to recover from my stroke that I had 10, 10, and, a half, 10 and a half months ago. Wow, look, time goes just like that. So big is okay. Second. Lesson Don't measure your progress against someone else's. Just because I chose this as my goal, and you think, oh, I could never do that, maybe, maybe that's okay. That's my goal. It's not your goal. You do you, my friends. So, whatever your goal is, maybe your goal is, I don't know what your goal is. Only you know what your goal is. But don't measure the magnitude of your goal against someone else's because You'll never be happy, and why don't you want to be happy? Don't you want to be happy? So don't measure, don't measure yourself against someone else's goals. You pick your personal goal, and you grab onto that goal and you go for it, hundred percent. Go for it. The third thing that I got from my epic paddle is thank goodness that I've meditated been a regular meditator for probably about 20 years, because when you, and it's not, you know, navel gazing, it's not sitting around oming, it's not, it's not rocket science. It's just sitting quietly and observing what your mind does, because we think our mind thinks it's in charge. It runs all over the place. Um, It's often referred to as the monkey mind. If you ever sat and looked at your thoughts for even five minutes, you would think, oh my goodness, someone's let like a wild animal loose in my brain. And that's why you meditate because your brain is like a puppy dog. It's like running all over the place. It's tearing at the furniture. It's eating your shoes. It's digging in the garden. But it can be trained to be sit and be quiet and be calm. So that is what I did, especially when I was at my most... Mm, uh, low point, I guess, uh, where I was struggling the most. And my brain was giving me many opinions of what it thought was going on and what I thought I should do. And it was jumping all over the place and screaming and jumping up and down. But I have trained it. I, I just said, no, I just said, no, it's time to be quiet. And to help me stay focused, I actually used a mantra that I just made up on the spot because it doesn't have to be anything mystical. <laughs> this was my mantra. I was paddling along and I was like, thank you, body, for being so strong and healthy. Thank you, body, for being so strong and healthy over and over and over. And that just helped me focus and breathe and keep going. And if something started to complain, I would just say it. So for a little while, I have the blisters on my hands. I would say, thank you, hands, for being so strong and healthy. Thank you. And then they would just stop hurting, strangely enough, because I was just thanking them. And they said, okay, Heather, no problem. We've got this. Uh, So master your mind. The fourth thing, uh, you can't be good at everything. There's no way to be good at absolutely everything in life. So use someone else's use in a nice way. Harness someone else's strengths where you know that you have weaknesses. So the partner that I had with me, Chris, superstar Chris, she is the most organized, most precise, most thorough person that I know. And before the race, she had plotted all of the bearings from all of the maps with the expected time it would take us. And she had our macro count of what we were supposed to eat from her personal trainer and it was just so organized. And of course, I was so busy up to the event with other things that she was, she was so organized. She, she was doing things that I hadn't even thought of. I'm like, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. So anything in life that you're trying to achieve, you can't, you can't know how to do everything. So and there's going to be areas where, especially if you're trying to do something that you haven't done before and that's out of your zone of genius, Bring in a genius. I brought in a genius to help me. And I would say 100% that was part of the success of completing the 110 kilometers was because I, I brought in someone who had some amazing strengths and helped. And the last thing, and this is kind of a twofer because it also involves Chris, is when you're going on some big, giant journey to a big, giant goal, bring a friend. Because when I hit those points where I where I, was, I was tired and when you're tired, you have a little more trouble controlling what your thoughts are doing and it knows that you're in a weak spot and it knows how to get you. It knows your buttons and it starts pushing your buttons. Having someone there who can still help you along the way, you know, be the person who's strong while you're faltering. Be the person who says, yeah, we can do this. Let's keep going let's focus, let's just march on, having that person there is, is, oh my gosh, so awesome, it was so good, because, and I, if you've ever run a marathon, you know they have pace bunnies, which is the person with the time on their back that, you you know, if you want to do four hours, you follow the four-hour pace bunny, so um, I told Chris, she said, I said, you are my pace bunny, because I just need to keep you in my sight and breathe and paddle. And I know that I will finish because I know that you are there and I'm just borrowing your energy for this time. So not only did I borrow her brains, I also borrowed her energy, which is, it's all good. You know, nobody's, uh, if you go back to a previous episode, I can't remember what it was called. The no person is an island. No person achieves greatness on their own. Everybody is got friends and Colleagues and supporters, and and that's a good thing. That's how we are designed as humans. Uh, We are an intricate network, and that's outstanding because we can help each other. So, my friend, your takeaway from today: set your big, hairy, audacious goals. Set something so big you think it's impossible. As long as it's not like learning to you know jump off a cliff and be able to fly or something, but. Well, uh, they have those flight suits. But anyways, I digress. As you can see, I am easily distractible. Set that big goal. Pick it. I mean, where tomorrow was the first day of fall. While I'm recording this, tomorrow was the first day of fall. And September always feels like a new year to me. So pick a new goal for the last three months. Pick a new goal for the next 12 months. Pick a big goal that you don't know when you're going to meet it, but you know the steps to get there. So pick it. Don't measure your goal against someone else. It's make sure it's your goal, not something someone has told you that you should do. Is some is it something you actually want to do? Master your mind for the hard spots. When you get when the going gets tough, get a mantra. Take some breaths. Use someone else's strengths. If you're faltering somewhere and you know that you need some help, ask for help. Bring a friend. That's the last one. Bring a friend. And I made a comment in uh, the coaching group that I'm in is. It's reasons like this is why I coach people because I know when you hit that point where you're just like, I just need someone to see the end zone. I can't see it. That's what coaching is for to help you along the way. Right. So that's why coaching is so freaking rewarding, my friends. Those are my lessons on being a badass. I don't think I'm a badass. I think I just decided I wanted to do something and I went out and did it. But Some people along the way told me, Heather, that was pretty badass. So, (laughs) if you got anything from this episode, send me a comment, Um, subscribe, comment, like, share, all those things that you're supposed to do with podcasts. And this Friday is Rebecca Saltzman, who's going to talk to us about. I seem to keep talking about how to save the world, but this is on (laughs) decluttering your mind. We're talking about the mind and getting yourself organized my friends, until next time, take care of yourself, set those big fat goals and take that first step. Take care. I will talk to you soon. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you found it useful and you're like me and you like, like helping others, please feel free to share this, give it a like, Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help. You can email me at Heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com. If you want more of this awesome content, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Stewart Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Prosperity Flow Coaching. And I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one, if you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day and I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.